everyone. Welcome to Writing Easy, a podcast about writing and trying to take it just a little bit easier. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. As we come to the end of the year, first of all, we've been doing this podcast for a year. Woohoo! Yay us! I'm pretty impressed with that. I didn't realize it. But yeah, yeah well, this is it. Super exciting. It, it is. <laughs> like, it really is. I feel pretty proud of myself. Um, the uh, So as we come to the end of the year, it is time once again to talk about uh, New Year's resolutions. Or, as we uh, said last time, our goals. We like the term goals rather than resolutions. Because uh, they've just felt a little more grown up. Yeah. Less wishful thinking. Resolutions don't last past January. Goals, though, that's that's more... Got a little more oomph to it. And so I have, a, I have a really nice quote about goals and writing and things like that. And it's from Henry David Thoreau. It's in Walden. So, you know, this is pretty legit. And uh, he says, If you have built castles in the air, your work need not be lost. That is where they should be. Now put the foundations under them. How cool is that? It's very, I like, I feel like I can see the castles floating around me. It makes yeah. me immediately think of creating new stories and ideas and how like everything is like an idea floating around me that I have to sort of develop and grab and then pull down into reality. And then just build them up, build up underneath it. And then they, then it's a legit castle. I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. I like it. So I went back and I listened to uh, our episode about New Year's Resolution, which was our first episode, episode two. And uh, would you like to hear what your goals were? I would. <laughs> I would like to know what my goals were. <laughs> okay. You said you had two projects. You didn't say specifically what they were. You had two projects, one you needed to complete and one you needed to revise. I don't know if you remember what they were. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But that, that was, those were like, those were goals 1A and 1B. Uh, you wanted to go to the Austin Film Festival. Yep. And then you wanted to hire a writing coach for TV writing. Okay. That's not too bad. Yeah. Those are manageable. How'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do any of those. <laughs> Yay. I know one of those we talked about, though, why you, why you set that goal aside. We had an episode about that. <sighs> yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I I pivoted from all of the goals, but mm -hmm. in ways it still got me pretty close to where I wanted to be, which is the key, right? Not doing yeah. something just for the sake of doing a goal, but like making sure the end outcome of like advancing my career and advancing my knowledge and building my network, all of that was a part of what those goals were leading me to. Um, and I did those. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, I feel you, you you didn't take those steps, but I think you got to the the heart of it. Yeah. I, one of the things I, I one of my goals for this year is to not set annual goals, but to maybe review them quarterly because I think a year is just too long. Yeah, like you can't. It, it's like so, so much has changed since then. Uh, my goals. The first one was uh, something I called Sunday Fun Day, where I was giving myself a day to goof oh, yeah. off, and that was Sunday. Yeah, so that was kind of. I think. I, I mean, I I had forgotten that I was calling it that. Um, I have been goofing off, so that's something. Um, but yeah. Uh, I wanted to, I had, was working on two manuscripts, and I wanted to finish both of them. I have finished one of them, uh, and the other one I've actually just started up on again. Um, I wanted to meditate, which I've done eh, pretty good on. I'm, I'm still, you know, it's a habit I'm still building, but uh, I, I feel like I've certainly progressed in that area somewhat. Uh, and then I was dealing with severe arm pain at that point, 
um, which I kind of still am, but it's getting a lot better and I'm still working on that. So, eh, I finished a manuscript. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah. This is I, why I don't think we should do them annually. I think quarterly is better. I I would agree. I think you need like some kind of vision to like what you want to accomplish, mm-hmm. but I don't think you need a hard goal that's like I have to have written this many pages by this month yeah. and had like sent out this many, you know, query letters. Like to me like that's hard to predict for 12 months out. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you just don't know. Um, even when I had like, you know, I worked a day job, you know, and this is like day job stuff. I still do work a day job, but I had a day job where they, I had goals and they would give me annual goals that, or I would have to come up with them. And then at the end of the year, I would look back at them like for the first time since I submitted them. And I was like, oh yeah, well that project was canceled and that wasn't a thing anymore. And, oh, well, I guess I did that, but that, no, we didn't. Yeah. So it just, it seemed completely irrelevant. So. Yeah. I just my first goal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so do you have goals for, for 2020 yet figured out? You know what? I don't have strong goals. I, I think I'm like still toying around with the how or like, and it, like mm-hmm. you were saying, like, do I want to do an annual goal? Do I want to do something much shorter in terms of like, these are mm-hmm. the things that I want to focus on this month or by, you know, the end of Q1. So somewhere around March, um, mm-hmm. I think that might be easier just because I'm realizing how quickly things have changed. The one big goal that I have is uh, I'm going to start writing full time in 2020. That's a good goal. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. That means there's a lot of different moving pieces. And I, I should say writing full time, but I probably will be doing editing and coaching and like some online things. But like I will be working for myself. And earning money That's very for exciting. myself and prioritizing the writing. That's very exciting. Yes. And scary. And yes. But that's good. The scary go is good. You need you need yeah, a goal that scares you a little bit. Absolutely. Oh, that's very fantastic. Um see my, mine is just I, I I think I just need to focus on submissions because I hate them so much. Um but I did pit mad uh recently which is a, a Twitter pitch fest thing where you, you know, pitch, you put a pitch out on Twitter and there's a hashtag and agents and editors all look at them and, you know, you can kind of get uh, visibility. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't get any response from an agent or an editor, sadly, but what I did get is I got to see what other people were pitching. You know, I got to see all the other um, submissions because that you can filter them kind of by genre and stuff like that. And what I saw is that my things, uh, you know, it's unique. I didn't see a lot of stuff like mine, um, which I took as a as an encouraging sign. So, I with that I think I want to kind of rededicate myself to making sure I am querying this project, that I am submitting stuff, that I'm I'm getting my work out there because that kind of fell off that. Um, so that's my main thing. And then I I am going to put in my my bullet journal every quarter to be like, okay, let's look at the goals. Let's write down our goals and what are our goals last time and how we doing. And, you know, writing it down does make a difference. You just got to keep it relevant. Yeah. I love, I love writing it down. One of my, um, one of the ladies in my writing group, she uses a 
a, a Finnish calendar, which is not a calendar that they create in Finland. I was like, what exactly <laughs> is that? Is it different? <laughs> She's like, no, yeah. like, that's not what it means. It's like to be done, like a deadline. But that's it's called so the Finnish that's calendar. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but it's really, it's really kind of cool. Um, it's a large sort of like 30 by 50 calendar that you can hang up and it's a year long view. But the brilliant mm-hmm. thing is it's one continuous calendar. So there's no monthly breaks. Um, mm-hmm. And because it's all in one space and you can hang it up, she can mark down like deadlines for different tasks. And it goes along with this nonfiction book. I cannot remember the name of the author, but he has this whole like it's all about getting things done. And oh, yeah, um, I think it's called getting things done. No, no, no. It's not that. But it's it's writing specific. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same premise of like completing okay. stuff. And um, okay. <laughs> and it's basically like you set one project and you only work on that thing. You don't do the multitasking and like three different mm-hmm. things. But you can see how far out you're allowing yourself to um, – how, how, how much time you have – Till that deadline comes. And for me, that has been a okay. challenge, especially when I know like, oh, June 15th, there's this like fellowship deadline, but that seems so far away. Well, like when it's on yeah. one sheet and you can see, oh, actually, that's only six weeks away. <laughs> that's not yeah. a lot of time to do all of the things that I need to do. Um, it's It can get really challenging to use like a spiral notebook or a planner. And I don't know how I got onto yeah. this, but <laughs> I do think it's- Yeah, no. I think it's helpful in terms of techniques and like a different way of thinking about like how do I manage my time to get to my actual goal. Yeah, because it, it they slip away and, it, and it's particularly difficult because you've got the rest of your life too. You've got other things going yeah. on and to be realistic of how you know how much time you have and how much time you need and you know another thing that would probably be helpful to do is to kind of track your progress, you know, because then you can look back and see, oh, you know what, this actually took a lot longer than I expected it would, or this took less time. And then you can see how, make you know, adjustments for your goals next time, you know, to accomplish them and to say, well, maybe I need to take this other thing out so that I can make this thing on time, stuff like that. So um, you're tracking your in, okay, so in finance, they'll do a planned budget, and then they do an actual, right? So every month, they go, well, here's how much we thought we'd spend, and then here's how much we actually spent. And that's constantly uh, – those two numbers are constantly being tracked. And that's so valuable to do that, like, for your mm-hmm. life, too, to say, here's my plan and my actual so that you can see what the difference is. And you can kind of say, well, why? Oh, well, that's when I got the flu, you know, and I was asleep for two weeks. Well, okay. Uh, that's when my kid broke his arm. Oh, okay. Well, that's that. Or I ended up having – it took me, you know – two more weeks longer to write this outline than I thought it did just because it was more complicated than I thought. And okay, well, now I need to budget more time. You know, so I think that's another important aspect of when it comes to planning out is to both make your plan, but then also track against it. And even if you're missing, that's important data. Yeah. Sometimes it's even more important. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I struggled with that for a long time um, in terms of setting deadlines. And mm-hmm. um, my manager at the time was like, take whatever time you think it's going to, whatever time you need, write that down and add 25% to that total. Like give yourself that extra wiggle room for things that, for life, that things that are going to happen. The Scotty rule. 
We always double yeah. his estimates. There you go. In Star Trek, which you can't get away with doubling, but uh, in business, <laughs> but you know, this is your own business. You can do whatever you want. Exactly. I also found that sometimes there are things that you can plan for that you forget to, right? Like, oh, school is starting. Mm. And like, I know that I have to do X, Y, and Z for my kids to get them on schedule. So I'm going to be less productive. Or, oh, we're taking a vacation this week. Or like even doing NaNoWriMo, Mm -hmm. I feel like people are like, oh, I got 30 solid days. And I'm like, I know I cannot write around Thanksgiving. Like there's just too much family drama most times for me to be able to carve out that space. So I can proactively say like, look, I'm planning on not having any output on these days or this week or these three weeks and adjust your schedule. So it's just more realistic and you don't start beating yourself up over things that, you know, there's only so many hours in the day and you can't do everything. You've got to be realistic. You've got to. And that's so important. You know, that's something that I I've recently... I'm trying to embrace because you know I have ADHD and that tends to make me work in a different way than the typical narrative of a successful person, right? Like I just I cannot work tired. I'm just I'm exhausted. I can't mm-hmm. do it. My brain just will not. The executive function is just like oh hell no, and nothing happens, no matter you know meds or no. Um, and I would for longest time I was frustrated with that. I was like darn this ADHD. This is just it's making things hard. But at the same time, it's also a great gift, right? Because I think differently because of it. And I have it to thank for a lot of the way I write, a lot of the, the, the way I solve problems, the way I come across things, the way I, I come up with ideas. And the price that comes with that is that I I write differently, you know, like my schedule is different too. And that's, that's a power, that's a, a gift. And so I have to you know, I have to accept that and, and embrace it and say like, yeah, I need some downtime. You got to kind of accept that with yourself and learn what your way is because you can't change it. It'll just drive you crazy. It's a waste of your time. Total, total waste of your time. Like that's what we were talking about before in the episode on process, mm-hmm. right? It's like you have to learn yeah. yourself and then know what works for you. And that takes time. But once you figure that out, it's invaluable. And you don't have to take the advice of every single person. You can just do what works for you. It, you're the only one writing it. You're, it's only you. So, yeah. And and I think when you're looking to set your goals, you have to think about that too. I can, I can set a goal all day to say, I'm going to write every waking moment and I will fail. It doesn't matter how much I want it or how much I hype myself up or guilt myself or anything. It's just not physically possible. And I won't write good stuff. As a wise person once said, you should take it easy. Ooh, that sounds so good. We should make that a catchphrase or something. I, I think so. <laughs> All right. Well, as we go into the new year, um, we're going to still be here next year to keep uh, helping you with those goals, set those goals, share them with us on social media. I, I'm on Twitter a whole lot more now. Um, so love to hear from you. I like it. Maybe I should follow you on Twitter. Am I following you on Twitter? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm so you can follow me. I'm Geeky Mary. You can follow the podcast, which is Writing Easy Pod One for some reason. Um, and Melissa, you're you've got like several. Different... I don't even know. <laughs> got... Twitter is not my medium. I I am. I'm an yeah. IG girl. I get on Twitter every once in a while, like once every three months. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, let us know what your goals are. Good luck with them. And remember, writing is hard. So take it easy. Happy New Year, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.